A group of 20 women of color who are leaders in Chicago's philanthropy community wrote an op-ed about anti-black racism. They're calling on their own sector to combat racial disparities through investment and advocacy. The authors are from the Field Foundation, the Chicago Community Trust, the Forest Preserve Foundation, and others. Joining us right now is one of them. Felicia Davis is the president of the Chicago Foundation for Women. Thanks for joining us, Felicia. Thanks for having me. Are there ways the Chicago philanthropy world is contributing to anti-Black racism? Well, I think in, to answer that question, we have to go back to the way in which philanthropy was was started. And, you know, most people's mind, if they imagine what a philanthropist looks like, it is probably the fat white guy on the Monopoly box with the glasses and a mustache smoking a cigar. And historically, that's the way that everyone has had thought about philanthropy. And then over the years, adding you know white women to the voices. And lastly, people of color. And so structurally, it's a power dynamic. The people with the power often dictate the rules. Really, what philanthropy is about is seeing change happen in communities. And in order for that ha- to happen, you actually have to listen to the voices and the lived experiences of those people. So too often, philanthropy has kind of gotten in the way, has wielded its power. If you're giving a million-dollar grant, you set the rules, you set the table. And what we need to do more of is to go into those communities that we intend to serve, elevate their voices, and cede some of that power to the communities themselves. Could you talk a little bit about the white savior complex? Yeah, I mean, that's a big part of it. And truthfully, all of us, I mean, even those of us who are of color, who work in foundations, we have to fight against this ourselves as well. Um, I am a girl from the south side of Chicago, but I never lived in the community. Say, I've never lived in Woodlawn. So if I go into Woodlawn and just assume, well, because I'm black, I can figure out like what is there and, and what should be done, then that's me leading from a place of white supremacy. That's me being patriarchal in some instances and saying, well, this is what your community needs. And so history is replete with with examples of the white savior complex where some person comes in and says to the local people, I know what's best for you. And the truth of the matter is, what we need to do is go into those communities with a sense of cultural humility, listen to the people who are there, the people who are closest to the challenges and the issues are also closer to the solutions. We need to fund their ideas. Is part of this fight also looking inward at your own organizations? Yes, absolutely. I think for us as a, as a foundation and for businesses, it's not just about the goods and service you provide. It's also about what are we buying and consuming as an organization and how are we spending those dollars? So it matters where I buy my graphic designing services. Um, CFW, for the first time last year, we put all of our vendors in our annual report. We did a special thank you to our vendors of color and our, and our women-owned um, businesses And we highlighted that because it was important to give them a spotlight so that when people say, I don't know where to go to find a woman who does IT services, or I don't know where to find a minority consultant who does XYZ, we put that as a signal to not only our sector, but other sectors as well, is that there are, you know, there are people out here. You have to be really intentional and in saying that this isn't just about, you know, what we do on a, on a daily basis. So for us, it's not just about our grants and being holistic in our grant making. It's also about our overall operations. Felicia Davis is the president of the Chicago Foundation for Women. You can read the full op ed in Crane's Chicago Business. 
And in the interest of transparency, WBEZ has received support from several of the organizations whose leaders signed on to the op-ed. I'm Becky Vivi with WBEZ News.